Welcome to Answers from Antioch. You have joined us at the intersection of God's Word and today's world. This broadcast is brought to you by the Antioch Baptist Church in Bristol, Virginia. Join us as we examine information that impacts the church, the Christian, and the Christian home. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so glad that I get to spend the next few minutes together with you. And we are embarking on a new chapter as we bring in and welcome in a new audience as we've added a podcast platform to our radio broadcast. You can visit our church website, AntiochBristol.com, and find links so that you never miss another minute of Answers from Antioch. The uh, broadcast will be archived right there on our church website through that link on a dedicated page, and you can also subscribe to our podcast wherever you get those podcasts, whether it be through Apple or Google, many other platforms as well. And as we open up this new chapter and welcome in a new audience to join us with our radio ministry, I just wanted to come back to the basics and explain the good news of Jesus Christ. What a better way to start a new chapter in this radio ministry than to begin just pointing people to the good news of Jesus Christ. I don't know where you are in life. I don't know what your situation is. I don't know what your past is. No doubt many of you, all of us really, have scars. We have been wounded by life. We have been hurt by others, whether that be supposed friends whether that be even in a marriage relationship or a parent-child relationship, whatever the case may be, we know that we have scars. We have wounds. We have hurts. And dear friend, God sees and knows the hurt that you have experienced. And Jesus knows exactly what it feels. He was rejected by the ones he loved. Think about Judas Iscariot one of the most notorious men in human history for how he betrayed Jesus. And Jesus had poured three and a half years of his life, 24 hours a day, into Judas, wanting to develop him, to grow him, to be the best he could. And Jesus loved him as much as he did Peter or James or John or anyone else. And yet Judas rejected Jesus in such a way. Even Peter, who boldly and brashly proclaimed that he would never reject Jesus. He would never deny Jesus. Oh, he was so bold and so confident. And yet his life came crumbling apart. It's like a, a house of cards came crashing down as he realized he only thought he was strong. He was really weak, pretending to be strong. He denied Jesus, and his life came crashing down. And yet, after that fact, Jesus did not run down the throat of Peter. He didn't say, Peter, I tried to warn you. I tried to tell you so. I knew you were going to reject me. I knew you were going to deny me. I knew when I was hanging on that cross, you would be nowhere to be found. And I tried to warn you. Why didn't you listen to me, Peter? None of that ever came from the lips of Jesus. The first interaction is recorded in the Gospel of John. And after the resurrection, Jesus and Peter have this touching conversations. When Jesus asks him three times, Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? Peter, do you love me? And feed my sheep, feed my sheep, feed my sheep. 
each three times. Three times Peter denied Jesus. Three times Jesus restored Peter. So what am I saying? Jesus knows what it's like to be hurt. And Jesus knows what it's like to be betrayed, even by your closest friends. And yet, he offers Peter forgiveness. When Peter repented, he was forgiven and restored, and his life was rebuilt from that day forward when Jesus restored him after the resurrection. His greatest days of ministry and of life were yet to come, and God used him in a marvelous way as the story continues into the book of Acts in the New Testament, and it marches on into Peter's own writings of First and Second Peter. The heart of this man who was transformed by Jesus is revealed in his own words and in his own writings in those two special letters, First and Second Peter. All that I'm saying to you is that same Jesus wants to take the brokenness that you have in your life, all the hurt, all the shame, all the pain, all the regret, all the remorse, all that sin that you feel and the hopelessness that you have and you just don't know what to do or where to turn or where to go and where is all this leading to? What is this world coming to? Dear friend, turn to Jesus in those moments and find the healing that your soul desperately needs. Remember, first of all, that Jesus loves you. He is God in the flesh, and He loves you. Listen to how much God loves you. John 3.16, what a powerful verse of Scripture, perhaps the most famous verse in all of the Bible. For God so loved the world. This is how God loved the world, that He gave His only begotten Son. Only begotten simply means one of a kind, unique, none other like Him. Jesus was both 100% God and 100% man, God in the flesh. And God the Father loved this world that much that He gave the very best that He had. In other words, God didn't hold anything back from you or from me that we needed. He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in Him should not perish, but have everlasting, that is eternal life. Life that begins at that moment and will never end. What a wonderful gift this is from God. Now, I know the whosoever's in that verse may seem a little bit distant to you, but I want you to make it personal. Will you do that for me? Put your name right there in John 3.16. Instead of saying, for God so loved the world, make it personal. Put your name right there. Put your family's name right there. Hey, if you want to exercise Put somebody else's name there. Maybe somebody that you have difficulty with. Put their name in there. God loves that person. Someone that's so very different than you. Put their name in John 3.16. And remember, Jesus loved them so much that he died for them. And he loves you, dear friend. And he wants you to know him. He died and rose again to pay for your sins. The book of Romans chapter 5 verse 8 tells us clearly, God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Uh, to commend is, means to demonstrate, to show. Somebody gave this helpful analogy. 
a jeweler, when you go into a jewelry store, they will have often a black surface, perhaps velvet or something like that. And on top of that dark black matte finish, they will have the beautiful ring or necklace or diamond or whatever it may be, that piece of jewelry. And the setting that it is in, that that blackness, and that makes the color of the diamonds and the brilliance of the gold and the silver and the precious metals to pop off of there. And that's how God demonstrated His love toward us. This is how God displayed, if you will, using that jeweler's term, His love toward us. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. You may be willing to stand up in defense of somebody who, who is innocent, but would you be willing to take the place of somebody who's guilty? That's exactly what Jesus did for you and for me. He wants to come into your life. He wants to set you free. He wants to save you. He wants to forgive you just like he did with Peter. And the Bible tells us in John six forty seven, He that believeth on me has everlasting life. Call upon Jesus today. He wants to deliver you and set you free from your sins. And he will transform your life from the inside out. If you've got questions about what this means to receive Christ, reach out to us, whether it be through our website, AntiochBristol.com. Our telephone number is 276-669-4030. Email us at pastor at AntiochBristol.com. We would love to hear from you and tell you more about how you can believe in Jesus as your personal Savior. Call out to Him in simple faith today, and He will save you. Thank you for joining us today. We encourage you to visit our website at AntiochBristol.com. There you will find many ways to contact us and connect with us, and so much more. Until next time, stand firm in Jesus' truth.